I'm Eileen. I'm Randy. I'm Ariel. And I'm happy to back. see you guys. I'm happy yeah, to see you guys. I'm excited a... that we're up and running again. Yeah, after a, a nice, nice long break. Nice, yeah. I don't know, in quotes. Yeah, not, definitely not a break that we asked for. No, but that's what's happening around here. Hope everyone is being safe. Yes, we hope everyone that's listening to us is very safe. And we hope that, you know, you're doing well in this time. And, you know, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to us. Yes, thank you very much. All right, let's let's just jump right in. Yeah. Um, because stuff is happening in the world. I mean, the whole Hollywood movie industry has been on pause, like like everything else. But basically, there's right, a lot of yeah. conversation now about how do we get back? What's going to happen? It's about to be the summer. Summer blockbusters. What's going to happen? What's not going to happen? Yeah. It's a whole thing. Um. I don't know. What do you guys? It's funny that you said uh, summer blockbuster, Eileen. Do you think that this might be, you know, the first summer where there isn't a summer blockbuster or there isn't that demand for it since people are inside and people are watching, you know, videos on demand? I don't think that there's not going to be a demand. Like there's always going to be the demand. Um, I think that there will be. I think I think it lo- it's looking like there will be movies to watch. Whether or not people are going to go watch them, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, and even I, Spike I Lee just said to... the other day he was like, "Oh, I'm not going to the movies until there's a vaccine." Like he he straight out said that. Really, he said that. Wow. Yeah, he said that. So it's like you know, movie theaters are thinking half capacity. We're yeah. going to be cleaning more. We're going to have less showings. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But like people are still. Or is it the other way? Like people are getting kind of sick of being inside all the time and they're kind of getting like, I'm going to go, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Like, forget yeah. it. I got it very easily. It could go either way. Yeah, A lot of people are feeling uh, like COVID fatigue. Like they're, they're tired of being inside. They're tired of being inside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How do you feel personally? Like how likely are you to go to a movie theater as soon as they reopen? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not likely. Nah, I'm not feeling it. I'm really not. I'll probably let the first wave go and see how they how how that goes, and yeah, then yeah, I'll yeah. go. Oh yeah, no. There's nothing that I'm like. Oh yeah, I need to see it in the theater right now, anyways. So I'm That's not. True. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you too. I might just let the first group go and see how things go, and I might head to a movie theater uh, after the first wave. People start. Yeah, to I run. know. Are you gonna go to a drive-in? All these drive-ins that people are talking Listen, about. I have I always wanted to go to a drive-in. Why? So I think I'm going to go. I think I'm just going to do it. No, I've always wanted to. Okay. You want to be, you want me to be honest? Completely honest? Well, yes, please. I was introduced to the idea of a drive-in movie from watching Grease, right? Like in, the, in that movie, they go and they watch mm-hmm. a drive-in movie. Yeah. That movie came and out I was like, yo, that seems like the coolest shit ever. Like, that's exactly what I would want to do. Maybe not a long, maybe it's not a long-term you know, thing to this because of this whole COVID stuff, but I definitely want to experience that. So I, I might do it once. And depending on how that goes, okay. we'll see how it happens from there. But a drive-in movie, I'm not opposed to that. I'm not that like, I'm not that into the idea of watching a movie from my car. I don't know. Like, it seems like yeah. it's overrated to me. Like, it seems like an idea that's fun. And then you're like, mm, I've been sitting in this car for four hours. Like, why am I here? Type yeah, like, of thing. What if you have to go to the bathroom or something like that? Like what well, happens? You, you have I'm to get out of your car. The, I'm thinking of all of the, the logistics that go with it. Like I, I kind of wouldn't 
be down with it. Exactly. Like, do I leave my car on? Do I not? <laughs> like, you just leave your battery running the entire time? What yeah. if it's like... Nah, you, you absolutely turn it off. You know, like... <laughs> so I got the fucking, down. If you're watching a Scorsese film, it's no. going to be like a three and a half hour film that you're just sitting there in the car. I think usually how it works is they give you the speaker and the speaker attaches away into your window and you close it. So it's like you have your own little, like, you're enclosed. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But Yo, then even from, like, a business perspective... Hot. Yeah, like, how does that even... <laughs> How does that work, Eileen? Like, how would a drive-in, like, if, if I were the owner of a drive-in movie theater, how do I make money? Like, what? I mean, there's a reason why they went out of fashion. Like, right. there's a reason why they went out of business because think about your regular, like, multiplex, like, your AMC, your whatever. They're playing, right. like, a dozen movies at one time. Several shows throughout the day. day. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. in a freaking drive-in, they're not gonna, they literally do not have the space to do that. Unless you know? you're in like some open field, like yeah, and where, like where know? in Montana, like where are you doing that? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, th- when you think of the area that we are at, I probably think like upstate New York or not like, even. South Jersey. You have to Yankee have Stadium had rumors of opening something up, and there was always some pop ups. Even in Jersey, there was some pop ups down in like oh yeah, yeah. Jersey Sometime- City or in Hoboken and stuff. Okay. So I think they're just going to do it wherever they can do it. I don't know, obviously, if it's going to be associated with, like, AMC Ooh. or anything like that. But Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I don't, think it, I don't think it'll definitely be associated with anything that, like, that's new coming no, out. Like new new not. releases. That's not going to happen. That's not, no. I don't summertime, think, I don't, though, I know, I know of places where in the summertime, every Saturday, they would do a, a, a different showing. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't but know. A, if, a different showing of, like, something from the past? Like a like an eighties yeah, movie or something like that. Yeah, because it's a nostalgia nothing. thing. Yeah, like it's a right. cool like, it's mm-hmm. like a, it's like a cute thing to do like in the summer. But you you're not gonna go in the winter. You're not gonna <laughs> go when it's like raining or whatever. And it's, I mean, yeah, that is yeah. true. It's a lot of discussion about it, but it's not a solution. It's not a long term solution for this problem. Right, like, right, I, right. I personally don't think movie theaters are gonna go away. I personally don't think that. I think eventually, I've been eventually we're going to come back. Like, we're eventually going to just go back to normal. and. Yeah, I think know. eventually. I think so, for sure. Yeah, I think eventually we're just going to go back. Okay. It'll take a while. Yeah. But we're going to go back. Well, I'm just what's like, the, what's, weren't we um, talking about a movie that was talking about how they're going to release regardless of everything that's going on? Yeah. So they're still looking. July is looking like there's movies on the schedule for July. And Christopher okay. Nolan's Tenant, which has Denzel Washington's kid in it. Right. I forget his name. He was junior. In... Denzel Washington Jr. Is he no. a junior? No. Yeah. No. No. I don't think he's a junior. His name is not Denzel. No, it's not. His name is not Denzel. It's like John some... David Washington. Sorry. Yeah. Excuse me. That's What's so this guy? <laughs> John David Washington. Go ahead. He's he's had a little run. He's he's alright. Yeah, he's doing good. No, he's he's good. He's very black clients is my shit. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Randy can't name another one. He was in a uh, uh the the Rock show. That's where he he first came out. Well, yeah, that's where I was introduced to him from Ballers. See, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, yeah he was then, in Ballers. And then we saw him in Black Klansman, which I you know I, I enjoyed that movie too. So the new. Christopher Nolan movies coming out with Robert Pattinson, blah, blah, a lot of hype, yeah. a lot of money, like millions and millions, of, like hundreds of millions of dollars in this film because it's a Christopher Nolan film. 
it's still on the schedule for July and they intend on releasing it in the theaters in July. So everyone is going to be looking at it and like assessing what's going to happen. Like if it's successful, it's going to make way for Wonder Woman in August. It's going to make way for everything else that's going to come out. How um, can it be successful though? Like how? Numbers. Numbers. No, I but mean, maybe, I know that, maybe. but I'm saying literally how. They're, they're, it's not like movie theaters are going to open up. You know, well, I mean, do we know the date? The, the exact date that it's coming out? I think it's like July 9th or something. Okay. July 17th. Yeah, um, July 17th, right. And the budget was $200 million. Yeah. Christopher Nolan, yeah. It's a Christopher That's Nolan it. film. Like he's, and he's not the type to... You can't watch his films on an on a iPhone. Like you can't watch your, those films like at home. Like he doesn't want you to. Right. He doesn't film them that way and he doesn't want you to. So he was very much like, nah, my shit is coming out in the theaters. So everyone is literally like looking at it to be like, oh, let's see what happens with this. So this movie's literally like an experiment almost. Yeah. He's really like, he's really going to be the first one out there to be like, really uh, see if, if the, for real, like it's really going to come out. It's funny, it, man. I saw the trailer for that movie. I, I can't describe what it is about. Like I can't like, well, yeah, that's all his movies. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just saying it's it's interesting. He's really taking a risk. He's really, really taking a risk. I mean, yeah, and all the people going to the movie theater to see it are too. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. Like, it's like in California, they're looking at it like that's going to be part of the phase that we're going to open up theaters too. Like they're they're syncing up. Like they're all syncing up. Like okay, we're going to open up theaters. People going to be able to go. People going to want to go because like it's summer. They don't want to be inside anymore. Like it's already been yeah. like four months. And by the way, why doesn't everybody just go see this? fantastic new movie that just came out you know they're opening up disney world they're opening up universal studios like yeah. this week yeah that is, like, yeah, things yeah. are things are happening so maybe like people feel more comfortable going to the movies if like half the people are there there's like nobody sitting around you even though that air is circulating but whatever right 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 and then of um, course of course what we were presented with is the idea that since theaters were closed for a long time these studios were releasing their movies on vod on mm -hmm. video on demand yeah, which was like its own little experiment because I, for one, was looking at the prices of these rentals and I was not appreciating these prices. But again, it's like, how much would I have paid to go and see this film anyways? At but there's, theater. don't you feel like that disconnect of like, I don't want to pay $19.99 for this rental for two days, even though like I probably would have paid that for a ticket and I'm only going to see it once anyways. Yeah, I think what bothers me is the length of time that they give you, right? Because even if depending on where you rent the movie from, but depending on whether you decide to watch it that day or not, you have a time limit to when you can actually see the film. Yeah. So it's possible that you could rent it on a Friday. You don't get to it until a couple of days after, and the movie is not even there anymore in your queue. Well, no, you have yeah. to start it. I have a problem renting movies for like five ninety nine for two days. So I'm exactly. definitely not doing nineteen ninety nine. That's that's what crazy. I. But is isn't that, it is crazy? that how much they were actually charging? They were actually charging like yeah, nineteen ninety nine is probably mm -hmm. more expensive than an actual theater ticket. Depending on where I you go, go yeah. Depending on where you go, yeah. Depending on where you go, yeah. But I certainly, yeah. But I mean, th but think about it. Like, with at the end of the day, you're probably spending twenty dollars anyways at the theater. Oh, but you're but you're yeah. at least getting like a an experience. experience. Yeah, yeah. Right. instead of like I'm on, I'm like in my pajamas, 
but then maybe that's you know what I mean I keep I go back and forth like for some reason I'm like nah I'm not I'm not gonna pay twenty dollars for a rental in my house right no there's no way there's nothing like there's no way I mean obviously like trolls world tour came out and that was a huge success for them but there's also like little parameters around that because it was a kids movie and of course kids aren't gonna watch a movie like all the way through so like they'll walk away and then the 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 adults have to pay for it again so a lot of adults are getting upset because they're paying twenty dollars a pop every time that they have to rent it that's just yeah, that sounds not crazy. smart and like and and that trolls it came out that first weekend mm-hmm. where literally the entire country yeah where everything hit yeah, it came out march 11th yeah and that's when so, everything really hit it was kind of it was kind of perfect timing really like for that movie to come out on video on demand and you know quarantine was just put right into effect so i wasn't i wasn't surprised when we saw the numbers for it and you know they made something like 95 million dollars in rental fees and like the first couple of weeks and you know yeah. I, I wasn't surprised with that especially because of what you said i it is a kid's movie and kind of just seems like all the stars aligned with perfect timing and the content that it was yeah, that was an also like a good little experiment, I think, for Hollywood because now they have to see, because this was just a 48-hour rental, like they make money when people purchase the films. And are people going to be wanting to purchase the film after they just paid $20 to rent it? I don't know. I wonder how much to purchase. Yeah. The purchase, I'd, I'd the be, purchase price be, is probably the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see how many people of those, how many of those rentals actually converted over to uh, permanent you know, um, you know, permanent buys. And on the other hand, like kids really love trolls. So maybe a parent is like, well, like F it, like I'm going to buy it, but who knows? Like some be like, I already spent $40 on this. I'm not buying it again. Right. And that's only just one movie, right? Like if you take into effect all the other rentals and content, everything else that they're consuming, especially as children, like that, that could be pretty expensive. Yeah. That could be pretty costly. It, that's and, also sick parenting shit. Like, I'm not going to rent the movie twice for 1999. Word. You, you <laughs> walked away, it's over. You, yeah, you missed it's it. not happening. You missed it. You literally <laughs> yeah, have but what if your kid's, like, la- crying there? He wants you to rent it again. You can watch if... Trolls 1. We have it. <laughs> you can that like... is true. Which Sorry. one was this in the, in, the, in the... It's the second one. It's the second one. Okay, cool. cool. They almost got me with the marketing because I was like, I kind of want to watch this. I haven't even seen the first one. Like they were brainwashing me. I was like, I kind of want to watch it. And then I saw it was like nineteen ninety nine. I was like, get the fuck out of my face! I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine for forty eight hour rental. Yeah, that, I personally feel like it was that was that pretty much the standard across the board for other movies that were being yeah, released on because I was looking at other films. Forty eight hours. Yep. Wow. Even though like before all of this, a rental would be like five ninety nine. Yeah. Eight ninety nine. At the yeah at most something Actually, like that, which is. Let me see. I think the mo- well, actually, no, I didn't rent it. But when I I actually bought the movie Parasite, and that was only fifteen dollars. That was fourteen ninety nine. So that's like probably that's probably the most expensive thing that I've purchased on um on demand. But at least you you own Parasite. it for life. Like you yeah. you have it, and yeah, that's still five dollars exactly. cheaper than renting. That's it the good thing about it is like, you know, people get to eat off that if you own it. You know, you can kind of like, like I I watched Parasite because Randy owned it. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that whole two day thing, that's crazy. Yeah, I hooked you guys up. I hooked you guys up. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So Trolls was a nice little experiment. Tenant is gonna be another nice little experiment. We're gonna see. Things are starting to open up again. Like they're literally like the UK just put out a whole list of 
guidelines for coming back to work for shooting. Hollywood is doing the same. Like they're literally putting it together now. So people are like starting to like get back to work, you know, all of the, the productions that were delayed or canceled or whatever, like there's some, like Avatar is the James Cameron is in um, New Zealand right now. He has to do a 14 day self isolation. And then after that, they can start shooting Avatar 2 again. Like there's, they're doing it. Was, were they shooting in New Zealand to begin with or no? Yeah. They were supposed to go back to New Zealand in March. Oh, got it. Yeah. Yeah, there was a there was a ton of movies that were yeah, that were on schedule to come out during the months of March and April, and yeah, and they all basically got pushed got back. Pushed back. Yeah, yeah Quiet Place Two, Milan, um, the one that I was very excited for that we didn't obviously get a chance to see was No Time to Die, the the, the James Bond oh, movie, the James Bond, yeah, yeah, the last one with Daniel Craig, and you know, obviously that one got pushed back too. So Black Widow, also, you know, like oh, a bunch, bunch of, of these movies, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. Got pushed back. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think the studios had a, you know, they took it upon themselves to push it back as opposed to just release it on video on demand because they didn't know what it would what would happen you know on tv but well yeah think about it like they probably you spend so much time and money in marketing it and it's like oh just to watch it but then on the other hand you have a movie like lovebirds right which was supposed to come out in the theaters then they decided to switch and just release it on netflix and to its fucking benefit it was a hit on netflix and yeah it was I think all three of us could say that it wasn't going to be a hit in the theaters. I wasn't going to go see it, probably. Randy definitely was going to go see it, but I know I was not going to go see it. I wasn't going to go see it. But on Netflix, I I had no problem watching it. I was going to go see it, only because obviously we're all big fans of Issa Rae. Like, I was going to go and just support. Um, But I don't know. After watching it at home... If I'm a big fan. But I'm a fan. Of Issa Rae? No, I'm a big fan. I'm I'm a big fan. fan. I like her a lot. I'm a fan, yeah, no, for sure. I'm a fan, and shout out to her. She's having, you know, 2020 is definitely um, a good year for her. But, um, yeah, I kind of felt better about the fact that it was released on Netflix as opposed to the theater. I don't know why yet. Like, I don't, I'm not 100% sure why yet, but. It's a Netflix movie. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a Netflix movie. It's not that deep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Netflix movie. Fun movie. It's a fine movie. Like, it's not that great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not that great, but it's the perfect kind of like Netflix little like, oh, that's cute. Like, that's okay. All right. Tiger King. Like next, like you just, you, you move on. You don't think <laughs> right. about it much. Like, yeah, it was, it was an easy watch too. Hour and a half in and out. Like you're fine. I, I, that's the crazy thing is like time, movie times, like bother me a little bit. It's like, I don't want to go to a movie theater to like go it's see critical. an hour and a half movie. You don't want to go see it? Nah, I like like the big like two because hour. You're, you're going twenty two. Like I like yeah, but and that's the thing. Like one, I'm already kind of iffy about seeing like a comedy at the movie theater because I'm kind of like eh, you know, like, like it, I it could you be know, a, but you know, right? a hit or, I like a hit the or big miss. fucking production, the big you know. So that's per. It was literally perfect for like Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a perfect little Netflix movie because it's just not. It was they, funny though. They tried. Funny. I didn't. It, think was, it was funny. funny. I didn't think it was funny. You didn't think it was funny? Not really. My <laughs> whole thing is like, I'm still, I'm still thinking like, do they have chemistry? Like, do they work well together? Like, do they like each other? Like, I really was like, the whole. I shouldn't be thinking that. 
in a rom-com. Like I should be like, oh, they're so cute. They're in love. To me, I'm like, mm, maybe you should break up. Well, like, yeah, everything happened so quick. Like everything was transitioning super quick. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of just saw like the first five minutes of them falling in love. And then the rest of the movie was about how they kind of like aren't right for one another. So we definitely got more of, of more of why they should break up as opposed to why they should remain together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's perfect example of a Netflix, like rom-com. Yeah. So COVID was good for them. Let's put it that way. Because it was number one on Netflix. Like everybody was watching Lovebirds. Yeah. Yeah. That that was definitely a great pickup for, for Netflix too, considering, you know, that everybody was home. So they just purchased that movie and put it on their platform. You know, you know what else was a them. hit was um, Uncut Gems. Like how that went on to Netflix. I feel like a lot of people watched it for the first time on Netflix. Yeah. I saw a lot of people asking because there there were rumors about uncut gems being released on netflix people just didn't know when and yeah, it was coming anyway. kind of yeah it was coming anyway but I, I at least for me like i was definitely wondering like when is this coming out and then it kind of just boom it was on netflix i saw it again for a second time and i feel like i enjoyed that movie even more than the first time i saw it did you watch it in the theater yeah i did i saw it in the theater okay. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so did i uh i'm not compelled to watch it again right now I probably will eventually, but I'm probably not now. Um, I'm just, I'm just telling you, it's way better a second time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Sandler. I think, but to Ariel's point, I think that would have been successful regardless. Like if we were like stuck inside or not, like people were, people were already super hyped about Uncut Gems when it was in the theater. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So you liked, you like Love Birds, Randy? I liked it. Yeah, I liked. You liked it more. You saw the photograph. You like. You like the photograph more. <laughs> I definitely like the photograph more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, it was more of. I want to say that it was less of a comedy. I mean, um, Lil Rel is in it, so he provided you know a lot of com uh, comedic relief and stuff. Which like was that. funnier? Um, which was funnier? Lovebirds was funnier. Um, the photograph was more on the, it was much, it was more on the serious side because throughout the movie Issa Rae, you know, she tells a story about how her relationship with her mom and they go back to visit her family. And it's a lot more family oriented. It's a, it's a lot more involved. Um, she played opposite Lake Heath Stanfield. So I liked the chemistry that they had on screen. I'm a fan of Lake Heath Stanfield. I think he's, I think he's awesome. Um, pretty much in everything that I've seen him. I've liked them in, you know, like I liked them in Atlanta. I liked them in Get Out. I liked them in the photograph. And um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that movie more than I did, more than I enjoyed Lovebirds. But, you know, that's why I also want to just shout out Issa Rae because I feel like she's providing great quality content throughout the year of 2020. And yeah, just um, super happy for her. Yeah. You're like so proud, like yeah, Issa. I, I mean, yeah, I love, I love Issa too, man. That's a win. Yeah, yeah. she's great and she's very she talented. And I feel like we need to start talking about the kind of work that she's doing. And you know, I was surprised to find out that she doesn't have any like Emmy wins. And I feel like, Randy, feel like she's should... just she's on. She just got on. Like it's a good year for her. Yeah, no, like she's not like it's not like she's under. Insecure isn't insecure isn't the type of movie that's gonna win a lot of stuff. It's just movie. It's not the type of show that's gonna win a lot of stuff, anyways. 
Yeah, like what else? She I, don't know. I feel like it should. I feel like I feel like I feel like it should as far as like comedic writing or for her being nominated for, as an actress in a comedy, like in the lane that it's in. I feel like it should. I feel like it's a very good show. And I feel like it's not enough for us to just sit around and talk like, oh, yeah, I liked it. No, I want to see her win some statues. But Insecure, I don't know. Insecure, like, Insecure is good. fun it's and good. it's good. Yeah. But, but it's everyone, everyone on the show kind of like, you know, holds their part and kind of makes it all funny. Mm-hmm. But I, I would say she's not even the funniest person on Insecure. No, Kelly is the funniest one on the show. The big friend. Yeah, yeah. And she's yeah. a writer on the show. No, she's she's very yeah, she's very and she's what? very funny. She's a writer on the show. So oh, I had no clue. Yeah. She's a writer on the show. She's really funny. Yeah. That girl in yeah. general. Issa, is Issa really Rae funny. doesn't write like every episode. Like she's definitely she's yeah, a creator no, of the no, show no. and she's a you know a producer on it. Um I also like I forget his name, Lawrence's friend, the guy who's married. He's very funny on the show. I feel like the the side characters. The supporting are very, like, characters are all really, yeah. really funny. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. even the even the uh, gang member. The oh man, they, the blood, yeah. He put yeah be, he be real or something like that. What you do with that bouch? He came through. He came back for the. Uh, he did. He did. I was so. I was like laughing part. right when I right when I saw his face. I started laughing just when they saw each other when they had that interaction. Yeah, that was super funny. For the yeah. block party, he came back, which was really funny. And like, dude, I like that episode. Really, I like last week's really, episode really. a lot too. Huh? I, I said I like the the block party episode and also the most recent episode where her and Lawrence meet up and. I really like the last episode, yeah. With Lawrence. Yeah, man. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. waiting. I was waiting for that to happen. Yeah, Insecure is good. I've been liked Insecure. I like last season. A lot of people didn't like last season. I like last season. So last season was weak. Nothing happened. I like last season. Yeah, I didn't really like. I don't. know. It was a setup that. season, but I liked what was happening. Like yeah, she needed setup, to have that. It's like those. It's like those episodes of Game of Thrones where nothing is happening. They're just walking. It was like a whole season of that where we're just walking. But it's different. It's insecure. Like it's thirty minutes. You need something. Yeah, I don't even feel like it was as funny as this season. I, I, no, this season's by far the funniest season. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think the writing and the acting in this season is just is way better than last season. Um, yeah, they're definitely doing good work this time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Really for good sure. work. Insecure is good. I don't know. Love Birds is okay. Love Birds is not good. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I love Kumail. Like, Kumail's great. Yeah, but... he's the shit. He's the, he's the shit. But like a lot. another miss. Another miss for the guy. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what, what scripts. I mean, he's probably just been like, yeah, like, give me all the work. Give me all the work. Like, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, he has been working a lot. And it's not yeah. like he's taking bad projects on paper. Like, it's like Men in Black. Like, Robert Downey Jr. Doolittle. Stuber with um Batista. Like, right. You're not picking, like, bad shit, but, like. And he's playing a superhero in, like, yeah. next Marvel oh, he's, movie. he's, like, ripped. Yeah, he looks like a superhero. <laughs> What have you guys been watching, like comfort viewing? Randy, you want to go? Let's see, comfort viewing. I mean, really, I just I kind of fall back into the shows that I've always watched. You know, I I I fall back into my usual wheel of The Office, Seinfeld, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Sopranos, like stuff like that. Like after I'm done watching you know, the latest shit that I'm interested in on Netflix, whether it be Tiger King or Lovebirds or something else on Hulu, whatever. I just fall right back into, you know, my usual suspects of TV shows. Yeah. Um, um, I caught up on 
How to Get Away with Murder because I was down like two seasons. So I caught up on Crazy. that. Yeah. Um, I watch a lot of things on Hulu, but I kind of, I always like, I'm super food driven. So I've like watched like Bizarre Foods. <laughs> um, I've watched like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like there's new things that I really want to watch, but with everything going on, like, I don't know. I don't want to take like the stress of a show. You know what I'm saying? So that's I my whole thing. Yeah. That's why a lot of people have gone um, to like things that they know, things that they like, things, things that are comforting, you know, even though how to go to a murder kind of had me on the swivel, <laughs> but yeah. What about you? E? Well, nah, same. Like I felt like such a pressure to get like my list out the way like all right. these shows that have like these heavy ass shows that i'm like oh i should watch that like handmaid's tale or like chernobyl like really heavy oh fucking shows God, yeah. yeah like heavy shit that i'm like oh i should watch it now because like when am i ever gonna watch it and i'm just like i don't i'm just gonna watch a different world like i'm not like i'm i'm just gonna watch like disney movies like i don't want to watch i literally was like i don't i don't need anything but like just soft edges soft soft edges right 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 that's my my comfort view yeah so covid i mean we were talking about this before off mic and we were thinking about like who are the winners quote unquote the winners i mean because like who is really a winner during this whole thing but like winners of streamers or shows or whatever and i don't know i'm interested to know what you guys would think are like quote unquote winners during this whole time yeah i was more so thinking of just you know these companies these content companies that are sort of taking advantage of the moment taking advantage of the fact that we're at home and you know when when these stories started coming out as soon as espn put out the the trailer for the mj documentary and along with that they put out the story that this was supposed to come out in you know june or july or whatever but they actually pushed the date up and as soon as that happened you know we were all super excited for it you know shout out to them and everybody who was a part of that documentary because i've you know now looking back on it i feel like it's one of the best documentaries that i've seen i feel like it's um worthy of winning awards for documentary i mean it was 10 parts and it literally grabbed our attention for the what was it five sundays in a row so I just feel like they, they, all around, they just did a great job. Um, you think it's worthy of awards? I think it definitely will win some. Yeah, you and think, I think it's... But think yeah. about, like, the filmmaking of it. Like, is it just the, the crazy stories? No, I, I, I agree with Randy. You think it's, it's worthy of, like, awards? Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I, I think I it's think definitely it. worthy of awards. Yeah, as far, yeah. As, as far as the filmmaking, right? Because, I mean, if nothing at all, the editing, the music, the... The interviews, mm-hmm. it's everything about it. The way oh, that yeah. it came together yeah. was was amazing. It's, it was. It's, and the fact that you get Michael Jordan's like raw reactions. Oh, to my God. Like, yo, Michael people. Jordan doesn't. That even was really do, he smart. Doesn't, yeah, Michael doesn't do anything. Like, he doesn't. He's not out in public just doing interviews for people. So the fact that they got him involved. As Did well you as the learn other, anything that you didn't know before? I learned more things about the other teammates. The, the stuff about Jordan, you know, I mean, it was very emotional to hear him actually speak about his dad. Um, it was very emotional to hear him speak about these other situations, which we've kind of heard him talk about before. But the other teammates, like the stuff with Scotty and, 
we all know Rondon was crazy, but you know, I didn't. He, I never heard him go into that much depth about what he was actually going through. You know, the thoughts that were going through his head when he's on his team and he needs to get out of there because he just needs to be himself. And Phil talking about it as well. I feel like the thing, the things that they were able to pull from them, you know, with these interviews, I felt like I learned a lot, especially from the other teammates. The the whole story about Steve Kerr and how he lost his father also. Like I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. I, I've never heard him even speak about that. So there were definitely things throughout the documentary that I felt was like, wow. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I do think that there were times where I was kind of like, oh, you know, this is more of a Michael Jordan documentary than, you know, the actual team, um, which obviously they're not going to like shit on Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? And like, do yeah. it, you know, but whether we learned anything, the, the I think the country definitely did. I think the. Do you think it was biased? For sure. Like in favor of MJ. Biased how? And listening to listening to sports radio, they definitely. It's a huge, it's a huge Jordan celebration. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even I mean, to the they fact also that did like put out. They also did put out some things. They also got Michael to talk about things that were, you know, like the gambling thing and bring. Yeah, up the they fact asked that, him a question. He denied yeah, it. Yeah, like he, he didn't. Moved on. Yeah, he didn't but really then, like, like get into it. He repeatedly. You know, they repeatedly well, because, shots at Scottie Pippen. They repeatedly, like, made other people f- seem a little crazy and this and that. But, like, it was real, you know, real light, real real even with Michael Jordan. It was real kind of quick. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I feel like you went to, um, you know, you went. Yeah, because uh, they touched on him, like, the whole thing of him, like, he doesn't really care about, he doesn't care about black people. The culture. Um, yeah, the culture. And they, you know, they brought that up. And, they, and then they, like, they literally brought out, like, Barack Obama. Like right after they asked that, it's like, well, okay. <laughs> I thought it was funny how they introduced him uh, as a, a Chicago resident, former Chicago resident or something like that. Oh, Barack Obama, well, like under his yeah. name. I thought that was pretty funny. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, yes. In all, overall, yes, it is a Jordan and a celebration and the team as well. And the impact that they had on the culture and the, throughout the 90s. But I do feel like they brought up some things that I was like, okay, you know, we don't usually hear this we don't definitely no one ever brings it up to like in front of jordan's face when he's like mm-hmm. sitting there right in front of you so i kind of appreciated the fact that they did that you know that they had him speak about these situations or these rumors you know about him gambling and yeah i think it was very you know, loving his... though even for like who got it the worst probably scotty if that i mean scotty got it yeah scotty got it pretty bad Scotty got it pretty bad with the whole contract thing and the fact that he w- he didn't show up for them in in big opportunities in games, that didn't look good. That didn't look good at all for him, you know. But right. But yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, that was a it was a big hit. Everybody was talking about it. I watched it. Exactly. I know a lot of that's the thing. It it definitely hit different people. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it captivated though, right? Like, yeah. Even people that aren't sports fans, like this is just, it's a it's a story for you to sort of go along with, you know, yeah. and even if you're not a sports fan, everybody knows the impact that the bulls and Jordan had on the world. You know what I mean? The most famous guy in the world for. Yeah. I was more amazed at like how many huge people they had to interview. I was like, wow, they really got this guy too. Like of they literally got Barack wouldn't. Obama and they got like, like literally everybody that they're talking about. They're like, Oh yeah, they're right here too. Yeah. So that was like, Oh I don't know. It was entertaining for me, but 
then yeah. then seeing then seeing like the 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 30 for 30s that are coming now it's very much like everything is very star driven like it has to have some like big celebrity name behind it type of thing which is like that's I think cool, they're just going off awesome. of this wave though because 30 for 30s weren't always like that no i know that but so why that's not what i mean but why not stay hot like why not like the fact that they have yeah, just, I mean, it, lens, they it, have it feeds this like celebrity star fucker culture that we have already this like fascination with just like celebrities okay i don't right? what's the problem i mean that's not good <laughs> it's not really good to just only care about celebrities i definitely want to see like bruce lee sammy sosa mark mcguire like that sure. is, you know lance armstrong too which just lance premiered armstrong, on, on yeah, espn like, also yeah no, i this, think this is blazing hot fire like you don't mess with this like yeah, yeah. i mean it's a good formula for real like it's, it's gonna work obviously and it's, and it's not like i'm not one like it's not like i'm like oh my god no like i watch kardashians like shit like that like i'm not like over it but especially, it's something especially I've noticed. you literally can't take your foot off the gas because of what espn is going through you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. they literally have nothing else they don't have any sports. Yeah, there's no live sports there's even nothing, now until yeah, today so like they need right. to literally throw out the, the hot like the hardest shit they got do they like, have they a gotta, plan they for when they're the gonna come back they got what do sports mean, have as... a plan like yeah, are they saying anything they're flirting, they're flirting with like different sports have different plans like hockey's gonna come out first um football they're still like ways away yeah basketball they're trying out different things in baseball so like trying to figure everything out but but yeah, I mean, given given the given the fact that we're not watching live sports, I mean, it makes sense that ESPN would put out these documentaries way before that they were originally scheduled because, like, what else are they going to do if it's not sports documentaries or something that's going to and to get go our, back to the get our attention to go back to the point that you were talking about awards and stuff, I think that all plays into it. Like when it came out, the fact that it wasn't even meant to come out now. And right. they literally were like editing and, and and finishing up, you know, the the documentary. Yeah, I mean, the, the director of The Last Dance uh, said that they were literally editing and working on parts nine and ten when one and two premiered. You know, and yeah, that's all gonna play on it. That's so all you, like you think this whole quarantine was in favor, like it, it was a good thing for it, for this documentary. A good thing for the documentary. Um, like, did it work in its favor? Because I, I definitely, I, yeah, so. shit had over yeah, five million viewers the first the first week. Like, that's yeah. numbers that are like never ever. I know. don't even think that's ever happened for a sports documentary. No, on, no. come no. on, man, it's, it's it crazy. beat everything. It beat everything, and and the fact that like all the players and all the celebrities, like I remember after that second episode, that first Sunday literally everyone's like yo if you put out all 10 tonight like i would watch mm-hmm. all 10 tonight like yo, all yeah. the celebrities were on it and it's funny though but then like by the end like half of the retired bull players were like fuck this shit because my yeah they, they didn't like how they they yeah, were portrayed dude, he got yeah. a lot of flack for it from his team really people called out yeah. yeah because he was like and that's the thing that i was talking about is like he also was playing into that whole like yeah they were all they were all doing this and they were all doing that but i was just drinking orange juice or oh, yes oh yeah you know yeah. like the whole like oh drink a beer back then you know the referees will give you a beer the coaches will give you a beer you know like you don't need to say that shit 
Like, you know, they're still yeah. cold. They're still I mean, cold. let's just be like, let, let's just be honest about it. Like, you know, Jordan, it can be an asshole, right? And his teammates admitted that. And I mean, yeah, even that's like a secret. Yeah, even he'll tell you that, right? Like, you know, I'm a certain way and I don't apologize for it. And it's like he said, like, if you don't want to play that way, then don't play. But it's different. He's not playing anymore. That's the thing. No, but he still has that. He still has that mentality, though. That mentality is is him. Rest in peace, Kobe. Obviously, but that was the beauty of Kobe Bryant was that he was a fucking asshole and an assassin. He could turn it on and off during the game. But he was such a beautiful, bright person. You know where? Yeah, he could. He could turn off that mentality of like I have to. Well, Michael Michael Jordan is like a shark. Think you know? about think about the like mentality. He has one right? thing in his mind, and he just goes. Think about the psychology sure. of someone who has to he's make. A, he's up, a maniac. Someone who has to make up a scenario for them to be motivated, and then go out and execute based on a situation that he made up in his head. Like that's not. That's like, that's no, a, It's not normal. No, 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 he's a he's a like they definitely he like he's did psychotic. Himself, right? yes, <laughs> yeah, definitely borderline psychotic. No, he definitely has problems. There was shit that, yeah, he said himself. He's like, I made it up because I needed, you know, to motivate myself. And yeah, so, that's, 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 why, a, that's why I was like, oh, well, like. It's a different level. They treated him with kid gloves a little bit because there, there's even some things that are still like kind of question marks. Like he was like, no, 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 it didn't happen. Like yeah. type of thing. And it's like, mm, mm, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but how much are you going to push, right? Like if you push too hard. And like they didn't even film in Michael Jordan's house, right? They filmed somewhere else because he oh, that wasn't his them. house. He no, like it was his... in his house. Yeah, no, that wasn't his house. That was that was that was another location near his house. But I guess he didn't want them to come over. So if if you push too hard, and then he gets up and just storms out, like what? Then then what? Then what happens to your documentary? Yeah, exactly. Listen, at the end right? of the day, like, it's. It's Michael also, Jordan, so he's gonna have last say. Yeah, man, like he's. That's like, what the player on, said. Bro. The player said, um, there was a few players who interviewed on different sports shows, and they asked them like, "Oh, did you know what the documentary was gonna be or whatever?" And they were like, "No, like we obviously knew it was gonna be a documentary of the last season and you know the whole Bulls thing, but the Bulls run." But they said, you know, we they did a few clips on us, and we really didn't know what was gonna be on the documentary mm-hmm. or not. You know, Michael Jordan like, literally. That's had normal. Like, you know, you yeah. never know what someone's gonna do with the footage that they take of yeah. you. They could yeah, skew I mean, it any way they want. This is this is footage that they were holding on to for like what beginning of, I mean, ever since Jordan's like rookie year. So this is all footage that they had to like chop up and put together and sort of create this narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, of Jordan's career up leading up to the last season. So again, okay. you know, so the team ESPN that put is this a winner. Together, yeah, I think ESPN, I mean, winner as far as garnering the most attention, winner as far as what's keeping our, what's keeping us excited, right? Like, you know, given the circumstances of what's been happening, like we kind of need something to distract us from this and need good content. And I feel like ESPN is right up there, you know, at least for now with Netflix and Hulu and sort of putting out these great documentaries. I mean, jumping off of the MJ documentary, The Last Dance, they go and premiere the Lance Armstrong one. And I saw the first part. Um, it's a, it's a, it's for, it's two Sundays in a row. It's two parts. And I saw the first one and I was just as interested, you know, Isn't because there already they, a documentary about him. I've, I've so. never seen one. I mean, I'm sure that there is, but I've never seen a documentary about Lance Armstrong. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Like it's, he, I mean, you don't care well, about Lance Armstrong. I mean, I, I I wasn't really interested, right? Like, but this, but the documentary uh, d- uh, digs deeper into the details about 
the controversy and how he sort of built everything up in order for it to come crashing down, you know, and, and to get him in front of a camera, it's, it's kind of surprising because Lance Armstrong is an asshole also, you know what I mean? Like that mentality mm-hmm. of like, it's unapo- I'm unapologetic about the person that I am. I did what I did. And um, yeah, like literally like that's what he'll say in front of a camera in front of millions of people. And it's like, all right. Yeah. When it know. comes to documentaries and stuff, sport ESPN, and sports, they're they're gonna have that content, obviously. Yeah, man, that that shit is. I mean, you know, the trailers for the Bruce Lee documentary and the trailers for the Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa summer, the home run chase. I mean, these are these are great, great sports topics and sports stories that. So people are like, thirsty for it. Absolutely, so ESPN delivered. Oh no, people are thirsty for anything, dude. The numbers yeah. that golf came out with, um, with that Tom Brady. Um, Tiger Woods, Nicholson, and and um, I'm blanking out on. on they were playing golf. Wasn't it for? Uh, it was a charity, right? It was for charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was mm-hmm. for COVID. Okay. But the number they it was bigger numbers than golf has ever seen. Period. As far as as far as viewers. Yeah. You know? Wow. Okay. So it's okay. like so now sports they're gonna look at that and they're gonna see like maybe we should mic up golfers. You know maybe we should. Like maybe golf needs to like take take a step back and fucking, you know, because it's a little too like high end and shit. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, people with sports and live TV, people are definitely fucking feeding for. It. People are watching NASCAR, you know, like like no, but <laughs> I'm not there these, yet. I mean, I'm not gonna. Oh, yeah, I'm not watching NASCAR yet. Maybe. All these all these numbers are fucking super high up. You know, yeah. Obviously, they're like I said, like we said, we you know, winners goes in a quotation because. They're still yeah. losing a shit ton of yeah, money. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, yeah. You know, um, Netflix, like fucking uh, Tiger this King. Is, it, like, to me, it's like redundant to call like Netflix or Hulu a winner because they've been winning. No, no. But I'm talking you know? about like specific things mm. like Tiger mm. King fucking that two week run that they were on. Doesn't but, that seem so long ago now? Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. It seems like this seems, seems like, last like last year. year. Yeah. I didn't even watch like you know how they had like another episode or whatever or like a Me like some, yeah I didn't even I didn't, care for that yeah. I Loki I, I don't think I didn't finish it I like the last really? like two episodes I didn't watch good. like the last two uh, yeah everyone kept saying the last two weren't that good so I I think I watched like half of the fifth and didn't finish the sixth <laughs> what nothing we're all just like thinking about Tiger Gang. No, yeah, no, that seems so long ago. I personally feel like that probably would have popped anyways. Doesn't matter because mm-hmm. it was just so crazy. But yes. I think definitely because we were all forced sort of to watch things that I I only watch it because everybody else is talking about it. Like, I'll admit that. For sure. Yeah, I wasn't like scrolling through like, oh, Tiger King, what's this? It was like, oh, everybody's talking about this tiger. That's funny. That's exactly what happened to me. Like, I just happened to be scrolling and I saw, I saw it and I was like, what is this like what like how ridiculous can people be this is fucking crazy Mm. but you know what other winners well um hbo max just came out and um yeah we don't know if that's a winner yet yeah we don't know if that's a winner yet um as far as content though um they got some I'm, shit. Well, yeah, you but, have it, Ariel. So tell us if they really do have shit. Because I'm hearing that they don't. 
that's what I was yeah that's what I was going to say I, I don't know if they have hours and hours of original content or do they no original content is what all the services are dealing with trying to come up with like Disney Plus still doesn't really have original content uh freaking Apple TV we're like getting that for free basically now because they don't have original content well they do Apple TV is the only one that does have original yeah, content. Yeah, Apple TV but nobody's does. interested just, in watching it. Trash. I just don't yeah. feel like many, many people are interested in it. Because it's bad. It's um, not, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, like I said, I don't know if they have original content, but... You have you been some, watching? You throw some fresh prints on it. You throw some, you know, The Office for The Office fans. You put um, Rick and Morty. You put a whole bunch of, like, all these stuff and... It works. Big Bang Theory, you know. I don't know. I was just excited. I was excited because literally I woke up and like my HBO now like updated overnight to like HBO Max and it looks yeah. super cool and I was super excited. To it, yeah. Um the I fucked mean, up shit know. was that then I was trying to throw it on the Roku and it like still wasn't available for Roku. Um, yeah, HBO Max has not struck a deal with Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, it's not available which is, to which everyone. Which is like a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely going to affect the numbers too when we look back and see the numbers of subscribers and stuff like that. Like, Yeah, dude, that's weird. That's like, I didn't even think about how, you know, they can hold out like that and like numbers and like it never, I never thought about that. That was actually the first time where I was like, wait, why is it on all my Roku? And mm-hmm. literally they didn't come up with a deal. You know, mm-hmm. literally, it just has to yeah. be funny. I mean, how probably much. will eventually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure that'll get not. worked out also. Yeah. No, they like the articles literally say, like, by the time you read this article, it'd probably be, you know, because it doesn't benefit either of them, you know? Yeah. So. It's interesting because HBO Max is like probably the most confusion around it than all the other streamers. For like sure. when, when Apple Plus came out, like, everybody knew. Well, I mean, some people are like, well, what's going to be on it? And it's like, oh, it's their own stuff. Disney, right. like we all know Disney. Disney is just straight nostalgia. Everything that you ever loved as a kid is on Disney. Like it's just there. It's one platform. It's the one platform. Right. HBO Max, they're like, well, I already have HBO. Like, what is this? Like, That's it exactly is a what little- I said. I was actually confused when I first started seeing many people, know, the news yeah. about HBO Max. I'm like... Well, what's the difference between HBO on demand and HBO now? And well, yeah, even when they come out with HBO now versus HBO Go, people yes, were confused. I was gonna yeah. say that. I That's confusing that. in itself. Like, even I, I don't you know, understand. I'll that. use I'll use HBO Go, and when I was like first downloading the app, I was I kept downloading HBO now, and it was like nah, and I was like, <laughs> I don't understand. But it's like now with Max, and it's like converting from your now to your Max. Like it's it's a lot of confusion around it. Right, right. So that's not in its favor. And I don't know, people are, well, the experts are saying that it's like lacking clarity and that there's not enough buzzworthy content right now. So it remains to be seen what's going to happen with HBO Max and if it's going to be a winner or not. It yeah, probably be will fun. because they're going to have like the Friends reunion. They're go- All those shows that they've been like talking about, it's going to eventually come out and they're probably going to be good because it's HBO. Hold on, the, the, there is going to be a Friends reunion? Yeah. It was postponed, actually. Like it's, it was supposed to like be shot recently. It's supposed to happen. Like an entire season? No, I think it's just like a special. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, they're well, not. That, I mean, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, already people are like in for that because people are crazy about Friends. 
Yeah, of course, of course. And just as many people are crazy about, you know, Big Bang Theory and all these other shows, you know, so mm-hmm. it's going to be I interesting. I mean, they have a lot of they collected. They, they definitely collected, you know. Yeah, I mean, they have all the content from like Warner and Eileen, you'll be happy to hear this. They have the entire DC Comics library. So you can yes. check out some of your favorite DC I think movies. they already like had it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Friends, Big Bang Theory, Rick and Morty. Well, they're um, going to put oh. Harry Potter, you yeah. know, the Lord of the Rings. They, they, you know. Because it's not, that's the thing that people are unclear about. They're just thinking HBO stuff, but it's Warner stuff. Like it's their whole, like, right. and think they about like everything that's Warner, Warner library. Right. stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's and like got, almost everything. Sesame Street, they have Scooby-Doo, Cartoon Network and shit. Like they're, yeah. they, listen, the content, obviously that's going to have to come. Um, like the new shit, but they, yeah, they, they started might, off like they they got stuff though. You know, they might and, even yeah. have more. They have to have. They, I'm pretty sure they have to have things on the horizon for 2021. Like no, they they, they have shows. Do. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely the, do. Also, Boondocks too. Yeah, they absolutely do have things coming, but I guess it's like not available now. Which people, but are they're like, also they're. I'm sure they're betting on themselves. Like they're always they mm-hmm. they have a few new shows coming out. Anyways, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. So yeah that's the thing a lot of their like coming soon and new stuff is going to be shit that they were already going to have you know shows and stuff like that i don't know if they're going to do like movies and this and that but you know they always have a list of like new shows coming out and everything so they're I mean, literally yeah, yeah I mean, nostalgia is not is not the it's not the end all be all like you i mean this have is the, a bunch of new stuff it's also the conversation that we have like over and over again about like all these different streamers they're like cutting up everything and how many different subscriptions do people have to have like people are really like getting like oh my god another thing i have to pay for it's not gonna stop and nbc is coming out with theirs soon i think like in july yeah, yeah that and is true. it's a bit more expensive than other streaming service at like 14.99 you know and it's like what am i supposed to do what am i supposed to do with all these i got bills like what the like team up with a uh with a person who can get you uh login it's I, like we have to stop lying to ourselves this is getting crazy it is literally crazy. think they, of the they're carving up everything it's crazy you're paying for netflix you're paying for hulu amazon prime hbo what else you got i mean people are paying i guess for disney plus and apple plus yeah, disney, yeah. Disney, disney plus, plus. apple no, plus apple plus if you're paying for apple plus <laughs> <laughs> you have an android <laughs> you're rich <laughs> no because apple plus is coming free with the phone yeah for no any apple product literally check your check your general setting yeah go into settings apple plus for free for two years so you're paying for is apple it really, plus, is it really two scan. years i'm pretty sure they don't want us to promote I, that I we're gonna like get we're gonna get pulled mm-hmm. off itunes i have not watched one thing off of off of apple plus they do have a show with Chris Evans that looks interesting. I, I, I mean, I see the commercial it for it like all the time. Like Finding Jacob or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking I am going to check it looking out. Looking for I'm, Jake. I'm, you know what? When we come back, I'm going to, we got to do a review of, the, of that show. You I'm going to watch, you might watch not watch that. the whole season. I'm going to watch, definitely watch the first episode though. Last thing before we get off this, are you guys going to watch Space Force? Or are watching I'm watching Space it now. Force? What's up with it? I'm almost done it with it. I think I'm on the last episode. I haven't seen it yet, but I will. Because I'm a, you know. I gotta support. How many? How many episodes is it? I think it's ten. Okay. Is it funny? It's funny. It's it's fun. 
What's that? <laughs> <laughs> like it's not, I'm, words. Not, I'm not i'm not um like laughing out loud like like the office or something like that but it's like uh it's it's the thing where you're like oh that's funny 30 minutes yeah 30 minutes it's a, it's a comedy okay yeah. all right meanwhile my brother i heard him watching it he was like cracking up yeah he was cracking up, and then I'm watching. I'm just like, uh-huh. you're a tough critic, though. You're a I am a, t- I mean, I am a tough critic, you, you, but like, tough I'm to, he- you're tough to but please. I'm, but I'm here to laugh. Like I'm here. Like I'm here for no. it. Like, <laughs> it was, like I'm here. Like I love Steve Carell. I love John Malkovich. Like I love um, Ben Schwartz. Like all these people in it. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're those there's good jokes in it. Of, like it's office, not bad. Man. People, the critics have not been good to it. They say it's like it. it they missed the mark. Which, hmm, hmm, it's good. I like. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. Do you recommend it? Sure. If you're like cooking and you want like something. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm I'm definitely going to check it out. So it's better yeah. than like Love is Blind or something like. It's good. It's well, not, yeah, anything it's is not better the best than those reality TV shows. It's not the best, but it's it's good. It's cute. Well, all right. Yeah. It's a good cool. episode back, huh? Yeah, we covered a lot. We did, we did. But um, but yeah. It's exhausting. <laughs> Exhausted. Oh. Well, all right. Well, this is Highbrow Low Brown. I'm Randy. I'm Eileen. Ariel. All right, y'all. See you next time. Peace.